Welcome back to another episode of Fast Break Life NBA Podcast. It's your boy Samuel here. I got with me a guest, my boy Keys, aka Swavy Keys. Say what's up to the people. What's good, y'all? All right, so let's 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 get into some some NBA talk. It's been a very busy week in the association. Right. Um, let's start off with with just um today's news. Um. There was a trade that happened surprisingly in the middle of the playoffs. Um, Kemba got shipped to Oklahoma City with a first round pick for mm-hmm. Al Horford and Moses Brown. H- how you feeling about that trade? Um, I think I kind of felt it coming. I felt like Kemba was gone for some reason. <laughs> yeah, his time was up. Yeah, his time. It looked like it was time for him to go. Anyways, um. I think it's funny that Hor- Horford still ba- is back there again. I wonder if they got they should keep him. He was good there. So I yeah, I mean he's, he's better. He's a, he's he's a solid um center part, uh, so, mm-hmm. solid center for their rotation. So yeah, I think they should keep him. And then obviously, I don't think OKC is going to keep Kemba. Maybe they will. I don't know, but I think they're going to flip him too. Because I don't know him and Shy is kind of. Huh, I guess they could work. They work because what's called plays off ball, but I don't know. Yeah, it could it could work, but everybody knows that Presty just wants picks right now. So yeah, so there's somebody gonna scoop him. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I like I see a lot of people praising Boston for this move, but it's like to give up a first round pick for like Kemba played bad this year, but like towards the end of the year, like the second half of the season, mm-hmm. he didn't play bad to the point where you needed to use a first round pick to get off of him. So. That's where I stand on the trade. I don't think they really need to give up that first round pick. And like some people are saying they don't want to bring in another rookie for their bench. I kind of understand that, but you know, this that mm-hmm. this draft is kind of type deep. So yeah. you never know what kind of asset you can gain from using this draft pick. So but I mean, OKC, they add another draft piece to their 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 haul, their stash. Um and then they get to rehab Kemba and probably flip him over over the next year or so. Mm-hmm. They got some options. They get they get the job done. You know, it'd be a nice little team, maybe. Yeah, it'd be good, but it'd be competitive and just build from there. Do what they're doing. But I like it's kind of weird. I feel like it's weird having like trades during the Dell playoffs. <laughs> like I was right. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> was, yeah, it was weird because usually everybody time, like waits till the playoffs to be done. And then they yeah. start making trades, but Boston was like, nah, we got to get this done now. Right, you got the job done now. That's crazy. They be already talking middle of the playoffs. Yep. All right, so yesterday was kind of a crazy day in terms of, like, two teams. um, Two rivals to to your team, I think I would say, in, right. in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, One being more of a rival than the other with um the Dallas Mavericks and um the New Orleans Pelicans. Right. So yesterday we had Rick Carlisle. He um he stepped down. He wasn't fired, but he stepped down. The GM mm-hmm. Don Nelson was fired um earlier this week. And we had this this article from the Athletic earlier this week as well speaking about how like this guy that um Mark Cuban had hired um um Bob Bob Volgaris who was a yeah. gambler. 
he yeah. um <laughs> <So wild>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he he's basically in charge of everything that goes on in the dallas front office no matter like who disagrees with him in the front office and like his word goes and apparently luca and the whole front office don't like him and mm. mark cuban had said that that report was total bs and ever since then yeah but ever since then we see that um the gm got fired rick carlisle stepped down and luca's not really happy over there so i mean it, it, it leaves dallas in an interesting place mm-hmm. so 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 how do you how you feel about how dallas is right now it's freaking first of all I think Mark Cuban, he needs to do what Luca wants. Not, I think the whole, like, I guess he's, it's kind of early for him to be, like, a guy that's asking for that much. But since he's that good, he can. He can do that. He's already, mm-hmm. like, their franchise dude. I think, though, they don't need to let him, like, just completely control everything. Because you got to – I think he got to look himself in the mirror to realize the way he plays. And he got to yeah. come in shape and stuff like that. Like, I don't think – that play style is not going to work. So if he's it's, like, it's a two way street with with, with yeah, Luca and And if he wants to like, if Luca really want to play that style, bro, then they're not going. It's, it's going to be bad for him. That, it doesn't work, bro. It if don't. he because let's think about it, he's not better than Harden. First of all, he's just not. So if it wasn't working for Harden, I don't know how it's going to work for him. And he's in way worse shape than Harden was. And Harden, at least at the end of games, you know when he got tired, he could get to the free throw line and make his free throws. Like, I don't know. That thing yeah. never going to work. With, with Luca, like, yeah. the free throws is an issue. The the um physical fitness is an issue. But, I mean, somehow he makes it work, but, you know, it right. doesn't work to the extent that he probably wants it to. Where, and, you know, he's probably – because, like, he, he said he's still signing the Supermax. So I think he's just – I think what Mark Cuban is doing is, like, clearing everything out for mm. Luca. So that way he makes sure, you know, Luca's nice and happy. He signs the Supermax and all that, but I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I think he freaking, I think one of the reasons Rick Carlisle, I don't know, obviously, we're not in the dang thing. But Carlisle mm-hmm. ain't never, they ain't never, that's not, it ain't never been their style, like playing the way that freaking Luca was playing. Like, they used yeah. to move the ball and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> that was just like, did they all of a sudden Luca get there? It's just a, a whole different just high usage offense of him just dominating the ball. And I don't remember none of Rick Carlisle teams being like that. And I remember there was like reports of them like bumping heads and stuff too. I wonder if like, I wonder if Luca's like in love with that play style because he gets his numbers and stuff. I hope that's not like what he's about. I hope he's, he's willing to like have change. Whatever coach they come brings in, I hope they like tell him like, Luca, you're going to have to get off ball more. Like come in shape, you know, let somebody else like handle the ball too. I want to see yeah. what his reaction to that is going to be. <laughs> because it's, it's not going to be a good reaction. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Because you see, like, it wasn't really, like, I guess Hard, Harden and Chris Paul worked for after a, a little bit. But they it was bumping heads because, like, Chris Paul still wanted him to be all ball more and, like, do more off ball. But James mm-hmm. Harden basically wasn't having it. Yeah. So Luca does the same thing, bro. It's going to be kind of tough. Like, they got to make sure, whatever coach they get, they got to make sure it's the coach he wants. And him and that coach is on the same page. That coach come in telling Luca to do that stuff he don't want to do. You know, he might throw a fit. He already be throwing a fit on the court. So he <laughs> yeah. freaking, uh, if they bring in a coach that tries to tell him to do stuff he don't want to do, 
it's just it ain't just still not just not gonna work, bro. So it's like, <laughs> they they got some stuff to figure out over there. And they also got yeah. the big seven foot three issue over there as well too. Yeah. That he has to go. They need to. Play. <laughs> that should be the that should be the first move. Get him out of there. I made a tweet yesterday. I was like, the Knicks they just threw Porzingis over there like a loose grenade, and ever since yeah, then, and just, everything yeah. just blew up over there. Like, and I'm gonna say this too. I'm never really gonna be like on the Porzingis side, but I will say this about him and the Luca thing. I do kind of agree with what they say. Like, it's hard for. It's hard for anybody to get a rhythm playing with Luca because you're not mm-hmm. touching the ball. So I'm not Porzingis takes stupid shots and stuff, anyways. So it's kind of hard for him to get a rhythm on his own because he just want to take jumpers. But I do think he would play a little better if he maybe there was a little couple stuff ran for him. There's nothing. He's like they treat him like a spot up shooter, so that's what he plays like. And Luca's just dominating the ball, so it's kind of it's tough for anybody to kind of get a rhythm like that. You just sitting there it waiting is. for the ball, Luca. It but is, but like. Shots. Yeah, he he takes dumb shots on his own too, so he can't just try to blame Luca for it. With with um in New York, what we did with him, we did run like a couple of pick and rolls with him. Of course, he was more explosive back then. Mm-hmm. That's when he um, came. And he was able to catch lobs, like he was a serious lob threat. Um, yeah. and he used yeah. to like we used to post him up, but like he's not a good post player, so it's like yeah. it's limited what out. you're able to run with him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what like the main issue there was, and then of course you know the injuries are a huge thing. The lower mm-hmm. body injuries with him is just nonstop. He's never able to get himself in a consistent rhythm because he's always injured. He's always rehabbing. That's part of the mm-hmm. reason why the Knicks traded him. Um, right. and you know, I think if Mavericks were had a chance to do this over, they'd probably not do this trade because they probably wait for someone else to come. Uh, um, to come available that kind of fits with um within their their scheme that they like to run and like um right and someone that's uh, that gives them also a little bit more flexibility as well i mean porzingis kind of like kills their flexibility because soon they're gonna have to pay luca they're gonna have to pay tim hardaway if they want to keep him you know josh richardson is picking up that player option because he stunk this year so yeah definitely (laughs) so so they're they're gonna end up being cap strapped soon and then you're just gonna have to start moving pieces around trying to see what fits what doesn't it's just they screwed themselves with that move, and you know, yeah, it, okay. it, it, you the only just, way they're gonna like, they have to trade them. Yeah, I, they have to. I don't know because to get the pieces that probably Luca's gonna want, and they already saying like him and Luca don't really even freaking. Yeah, they don't like each other. each other. They don't even rock with each other like that. So what's the point of keeping a dude? You ain't gonna get nothing like real amazing for him, but you got to get him off your. <laughs> you got to get him off your books or something. You got to go. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. you got to get something in in return for him at this point. That's not gonna work. If they, they keep doing that. It's just. They got a lot to figure out, like I said, with him, the dang code. Like, they basically start over. But yeah, they luckily, fresh they start, basically. Yeah, it's just a fresh start. Just luckily for them, they got like a dang franchise player and star already said. You know, they got a couple good pieces. I like Brunson a lot. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot, dude. but they just <laughs> they got some stuff to figure out. Uh, an- another team that got some stuff to figure out is um, the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. We had an article from the Athletic release um, yesterday. It was about how basically Zion's family doesn't want him there. They've kind of been, I guess, pretty vocal about it. I don't really know the whole scene down there in New Orleans too much. Um, and you know, I mean, this is just another case of a star wanting out of New Orleans, and we've seen this with AD. We've seen this with Chris Paul. Like, it's just something I don't know. Because, of course, the regimes have changed. Like, the front offices have changed over the years. Yeah. 
it's something with that team that's just like not functionally working. That's they need a keeping their stars like that they, they draft no, there. Yeah, it's like they have no type of culture. No, nope. they gotta find like the right guys because it's like we we have one for like eleven years. So there's ways to figure out. They gotta find that right coach, that right GM to like get that. They ain't found that yet. They need nope. to find another coach. They gotta find <laughs> whoever's going. You know, you have to have a culture. I know that word just says gets corny because it's a buzzword basically yeah, but it, it means something but it's actually true <laughs> it means like, something because like, like if you, you take a look true. at phoenix and new york two teams that have been laughing stocks for like the past decade mm-hmm. this year they finally got their act together because they had coaches come in that were like culture they, setters basically yeah, they instilled something like yeah. you gotta have some type of they gotta hold people accountable that's exactly what monty Thibs does james jones know what he's doing like bro he came in immediately like bro two years ago we had what 19 wins and we're in the West Conference Finals, like bro, you get you get the right people in there. It can turn around that fast. Exactly. So they got some whole, they got pieces. They just got to know who they got to go hire. If Sarver can figure it out, other people can figure it out. Oh, for sure. But I mean, David Griffin, <laughs> David Griffin's right. one accolade as as a GM is winning the lottery a bunch of right. years. So I mean, right. <laughs> so, so he doesn't have much on his belt that I can really mm-hmm. look at David Griffin's resume and I'm like, what like, is he yeah. gonna do? Because he's right. had LeBron and then he's mm-hmm. had the lottery. So it's like. I don't know. Yeah, that's a big what's call for him. I will say, too, like, because I tweeted, like, I get the family thing. Maybe they're putting pressure early, but at the end of the day, first of all, he's not going nowhere. Well, I mean. <laughs> he might, but I think, dude, ain't like. Ain't no sign that qualifying offer. Yeah, he don't, but I feel like, dude, because Luca's going to sign his dang what's called. I feel like that's, that's turning down a lot of money, dude. It, it is, is, but you know, Zion yeah. is type is, set man. with that Jordan contract he got. Yeah, he is low key. <laughs> so he, he could walk away from that bread and be like, on, "Yeah, it depends <laughs> on him." No, I'm gonna lead towards. He's gonna give them. He seemed like a nice kid. I know. I know his family is like a big influence though on that stuff. Yep. But I think if they just show some type of any type of just knowing what you're doing, like I don't even think they're asking them to be freaking contenders because that yeah. is not they just want to be like a playoff they just wanna, yeah just be competent at least at least yeah. fight for the playoffs maybe don't make it by a game or something they see there's some promise going forward but doing what they did this season when people thought they would be in that fight and they end up not even really being close that's a problem if they if they're in the fight next i think they'll be cool and he'll sign that what's called because he'll be like okay we're going somewhere so he'll sign that bit they got a chance i think that i think that coming out is just them putting that pressure on them now, you got to. Not saying, hey, man, you got to put that pressure like early, because like, you know you got to. You can't let these teams. You can't let these these yeah. these front offices get um, comfortable. Like, hey, I'm gonna give y'all, yeah, like I'm gonna give y'all a chance. Like, I ain't saying you know we out of here because it is early, and at the same time too, they gotta they gotta dial it back just a little bit too for me too. Because the same thing, like I said about Luca, he's coming in. <laughs> Zion's coming into cap freaking fat, bro. <laughs> you coming in fat, fat out of shit. I don't think you could play at that weight. That's why I think Embiid's always hurt because he's always got a big and like, bro, if you're in that heavy, then you do what Jokic did, bro. Like, just slim, slim down, down a little bit. You're still gonna be strong. You just have that natural strong. Zion's gonna be strong no matter what, bro. Yeah, like, he's just naturally big. He's gonna be strong even if he slim down. So is Embiid. Like, they just naturally big, strong dudes. They don't matter if they slim down. They're gonna be strong still. Yeah. Just, I would think, bro, if you put, if you're playing like that, bro, you're that big and you're trying to play a whole 82 season game and you got all that weight on your knees, bro, that's not gonna go well. Yep. That's too much, bro. I don't care what nobody says. You can't play at some of the ways they be trying to play at. You're not gonna be in shape. That's not how they. So I think he he gonna get. He wants to be great, so I'm not tripping off him. He'll he'll get you know, it together. 
<laughs> Don't get and it together. You, and, and you know, New York media, we, we was eating this up over here, man. Because oh yeah, obviously. we remember we remembered his interview after um after he was our game. So hard, he was cheesing mad honestly, hard. He, honestly, he was like, "I'm glad so you asked me about MSG. Yeah. I <laughs> love playing this. here. Like he, he was so hard, man, dude. I was like, bro, damn. I was like, I like you better get it together because he will go straight there. Bro, and he, he, he's boys with RJ. He's boys yeah, with Quickly. Like, so yeah, all of them, he will come over. He, they probably have that group chat right now. Like, bro, if they don't get it together over here, I'll be, I'll be seeing y'all. It's years. funny you say that because they did have a group chat where they talk know, about stuff like this. I know they do. I know them. Too. I know they be, I know he be like, man, I'm going to get him a chance. I know he be like, man, I'll give him a chance. You know, we're going to see. Where. They don't get right. I'll be seeing y'all soon. Obviously, he can't force his way out no time soon, really. So obviously he gotta give him a chance. So he just gonna be, you know. But he gonna he's be his, gonna be, his he's eyes gonna, gonna be, be over there. His time. Yeah, his eyes gonna be over there. Like obviously he'll stay if they start they they start doing the right thing or whatever. Because I think he likes Ingram. I'm pretty sure he likes Lonzo. I don't know if Lonzo's gonna be there. I don't even know if I want Lonzo there. Lonzo one of my favorite players. So I don't really know if I want because I feel like Lonzo they ain't never used the right. They just gotta find. The, I think. I think that all goes back to like finding the right coach and like instilling the right yeah, like culture so and all gotta, that if stuff. They do that. We gotta see a coach that know how to use all three of them. Like they can be used together. You just gotta have the right pieces around them too. Yeah, it can't be you no know, Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams, which yeah, is where, right. which is where David Griffin comes into question again because it's like, what do you do in building this team like this when you have these certain type of pieces that need right. better surrounding guys around them. Like, bro, this is, bro, if, if there's one thing clear about the league right now, bro, you have to have spacing everywhere. You're not going to be nobody in players. You don't have no spacing. Just look at Clippers, Utah, Phoenix, all these teams. Bro, They're going, teams. like, five out or, like, four out, one in. Bro, like, you got to have spacing. Bro. bro, like, think about it. We got, like, what? We got two, three dudes on the bench that are disgusting shooters. They don't even get to play. Etoile Moore, Galloway. Etoile, like, like, <laughs> like, straps. Like, dude, you gotta have like our whole team could shoot. Even our rookie could shoot, bro. Like, we got freaking shooters everywhere. Bro. You just yep, gotta, you gotta somebody, have spacing. And somebody like, if you don't, like Zion, yeah, it's not gonna work, bro. You gonna it's get not. Up. All right, so Scott Brooks, I, I ain't really gonna say much. I think we all knew his time was up in Washington eventually, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so then let's, let's get into, let's get into some injuries and like absences. So we got Kawhi. Mm -hmm. They said he suffered an ACL injury, but they didn't specify if it was in a sprain, a tear, whatever it was. But, um, it looks like he's going to be out for a good amount of time. Um, we're recording this on Friday, right before the Hawks and Sixers game. Mm -hmm. So later tonight it will be Pelican, not whoa. It will be Clippers, Jazz. Kawhi won't be playing in that game. They don't know his status going forward, but hopefully it's not a serious injury, and maybe you can return if they make a deeper run. But right. we'll see about that. Um, yeah, how you how you feeling about the Kawhi injury? It look mm, it got to be worse than what it ended up being worse than they said in the first because he said he'll be all right and all that, and everybody thought, oh, okay, he just tweaked a little bit. You know, he'll play the next game. And then that came out. And they came out saying they fear it might be a tear. Like, I don't know. I hope, I hope they tell us soon. Maybe they just hiding it right now. Maybe it is a tear. Maybe it's not. And they trying to – I think – it. I thought for this series, it probably won't matter right now because I, they're just a game. They could beat – I think they could beat Utah without him. Same. 
So it would probably really don't matter. But I don't think they beating us if he's not playing. Oh yeah, for I sure. I think it's. I think we're a little like because the way they're beating the Jazz right now, bro. The Jazz don't. They didn't figure the Jazz out. Like the Jazz don't have. If they're not making threes and Donovan Mitchell is just not going crazy, it's kind of hard for them to win. They offense yeah, it's hard is like, for them to score because yeah, they don't have really want anyone to get them into their offense. Yeah, and it's like even if like Conley was there, Conley would help with that a lot. But even mm-hmm. if like Conley was there, that's still another just that's a small guard too. And they're just gonna you know it's kind of it's gonna be hard, bro. They, you could trap small guards like that, and then if they're just trapping those two and they're trying to freaking and then they just don't have no inside presence unless Donovan Mitchell's just killing and getting to the rim. And I think Ty Lue's doing it where he's not going to let him do that. Mm-hmm. And then you're relying on – like, Mike Conley's a good player, bro, but he coming back, he ain't going to be what he it's, – it's tough for them to score. <laughs> if they're not making threes, it's hard for them to score. It's and super that's why tough. I think the Clips like, it gets ugly. Yeah, yeah, the Clips could beat them because of that. Because the reason I think that doesn't work against us is because we can win games without hitting threes because we have other ways of scoring. Uh, we have Book. Book can go do what he do. Chris Paul go do what he does. Like we have two guards that can go do what they do like that off the drill. And then the main reason why I think it won't worry is because we have Aiden. That stuff they're doing against Rudy Gobert is not working against Aiden. <laughs> because they, they can do that. They can get away with that against Gobert because he can't finish over anybody. He stinks. I don't know what the hell his problem is. I don't know why his touch is that bad. He'd be having the wings on him and he can't finish over wings. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. That Porzingis syndrome. Yeah, it's, he can't. Like, bro, you if you're. Aiden already has one of the best touches around the rim of the league. And he finishes around big man. Like, he's finishing around Drummond and AD and them, bro. You putting a small dude on him? When they try to run that small stuff on us, bro, like, we're going to force their hand, bro. And but you yeah. know, Book and Book and Chris Paul are way better freaking passers than Donovan is. Oh, of like, course. Donovan Mitchell's out there to go get buckets, bro. He's not out there trying to set people. Like, he can do it. He's straight at it or whatever. But Mike Conley's more good at that role. But we have two dudes that can do that. And there's just the fact that. The Clippers' size too could like bother him on them, them um, those blitzes and traps for the, those passing lanes for Donovan Mitchell because Donovan Mitchell was like six two, six three, six one. I, I would six say one. Six, yeah, six, he's six, probably two. six one. So like it's a little harder. Like Book is six six, bro, and we didn't see him book tear people apart like trying to trap him. Like he will. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's excellent gonna, making those passes out of the double like, now. The Lakers freaking figured that out. Uh, <laughs> when I was talking with them, I was on them spaces with you know Maples and all that, bro. Like he mm-hmm. was asking. Bro, I didn't know book like what's I was like oh yeah if you're trapping book that's why those jokes are always funny bro about him getting tripled or double teamed and, <laughs> and so like bro he's been he's he's been trapped bro since bro like his second year in the They've league yeah. yeah so he them reps and him figuring that out bro he's been doing it for like five years so this is now them doing it in the playoffs is nothing he's seen it already but like, he knows where he knows exactly where to go he's doing that with worse players and you giving him good players now too it's kind of different so the clips. That injury just – it depends on if he can come back or not. Yeah, because um, they, they never really specified, so, you know, it's kind of yeah, up in the air. It's really hard. I don't really know what to <laughs> – I just, I just know. For them to beat us, because I, I already thought Utah couldn't beat us. If they beat us, I'll be shocked, bro. Like, they have to, they're going to be having to shoot the lights out. If they make it out of this series and they're shooting the lights out, they probably can beat us. But we're stopping mm-hmm. them from hitting threes. I don't know how – but I know how the Clippers can beat us because they can guard. They can score in different ways and – they have a Kawhi and Paul George, and if those two are hot, it's kind of hard for them to stop them. Like they're the main team, I'm you know worried about. Yeah. If it's no Kawhi, then I'm not tripping. So continuing on with the theme of your team, we kind of spoke about this before we started recording, but Chris mm-hmm. Paul, of course, 
is in protocols, got a positive mm-hmm. test, even though he's, um, I believe, fully vaccinated it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked you before how you're feeling about it, so let the people know how you're feeling about um, your confidence level, of course, of him possibly mm-hmm. missing maybe even just a game or two. Yeah, my confidence ain't really – at first, the, the news sucked, obviously, and all of us are like, oh, brother, of course, like this happens. It's going to yeah. affect our next series. But then the Kawhi news came out, and I was like – well, dang, he's going to miss time, too, so it kind of evens out. And I think we're better without Chris Paul than they are with Kawhi. So I was like, I don't – I think, first of all, he's fully vaccinated. I think they were already saying, too, he was like – like I told you, he was already like two, three days in mm-hmm. his quarantine. So he was already ahead of it, bro. So if they go game seven, he might not He might not miss time. Like, if he produce, like, two, like, negative tests and he, like, asymptomatic, which I think they were saying, like, he ain't really been – you know, he ain't really showed no signs. Then we're not good. My prediction is he might miss a game. And if he miss a game, I'm not tripping because I think we'll, we can win a game without him. Especially if it's against the Clippers. Because if we can play the Clippers, we have home court. If we play Jazz, yeah. they have home court. But either way, I think it's cool. It's going to be all right. We're lucky he's fully vaccinated. And if they, like, got a, got ahead of it. And then, like I said, we're lucky we, like, we swept the Nuggets. So we had some extra time to just chill and watch everybody else beat up on each other. <laughs> so we're just chilling. <laughs> so I'm not my confidence really dropped because he's not going. He not he's not missing more than one, maybe two games at the worst. Yeah, one thing about your team is, of course, the the depth. You can instantly plug in campaign, have him play mm-hmm. play some good. He'll produce in those minutes that you guys give him, mm-hmm. and then of course he'll probably play like maybe Javon Carter or like mm-hmm. maybe we'll more or Galilee. Either way, you plug in any of those guards, and I feel like they're still. You guys are still able to accomplish quality. what you guys want mm-hmm. on offense, dudes. Mm-hmm. because like, yeah, you guys have like guys that just th- these guys that you have on the bench just waiting in, are just like plug and play guys, basically. Right, and they're guys and then, that are like vets, been there. Yep, and, and then you got like Deep Book who could take over, like playmaking mm-hmm. and initiating more. Right, like the ball ain't gonna stop moving. Like we still got our defender, Mikael, all of them, bro. Aiden's still gonna do his thing. Aiden eats regardless. I don't know if people have noticed. Chris Paul obviously helps a lot, but Aiden just eats regardless. Like our, we know how to find him. He knows where to be. That's what I'm, saying. I'm not tripping. Like if it, if he was out a whole series, then I'll be tripping. But he ain't gonna be out no dang whole series. And we good enough. We're deep enough to where if he misses a game or two, it really won't matter. We still can win. I think we still gonna come out the West. Obviously, we could lose. Anything happen, but I'm yeah. still us to come out the West, bro. I'm real confident in it. All right, so let's get into to some games now. We talked mm-hmm. about a whole lot about news going on in the league. Been a busy week in those terms, but you know we had some games this week. Um, where where where, where do you want to start? Because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of choking going on. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Dake Sixers. <laughs> now listen here, dude. I don't know. <laughs> First of all, I've been one of those dudes who to be. I've been the one that's been like, oh, let's chill on Ben. Let's give Ben some. I'm gonna start with him first. Let's give Ben. They was, I was always the one to give Ben some, shit, some you know, cut him some slack. You know, let's see if he changes. He he starts being more aggressive. You know, he works on his free throws. And he, I don't like slandering players, dude. But bro, <laughs> I'm not even trying to like just slander, but he just feels like the same guy he's been since he's came in the league. And it, it shouldn't be like that when he's that talented. And he's, and I'm not trying to say, dude, maybe he does work on the stuff. It's just not, you know. <laughs> but I'm like, bro, it just looks like he just goes to the offseason and 
nothing happens. Like he's not working on anything. I think too. I don't think he should be shooting left handed. I think he should be shooting right handed. That's what a lot of people think. I don't think he. He. I think he looks. He looks like. <laughs> he looks like he's supposed to be shooting right handed, bro. Like I don't know. Maybe it it don't look right, right in his left. It does. Yeah, his look right, even though his free throws, bro, it looks weird. I think he should be shooting right handed. I don't know. I don't get it. I really just don't get it, dude. I don't think he should be shooting like that. But like I said, you can't. First of all, I always feel like even if your best player is a big, I think you have to have a still have to have a star like on the perimeter next to him mm-hmm. because it's kind of hard for bigs to control like the game and like the pace really because the guards bringing the ball up the court and they have to like set up the offense and all that. Like yeah. he's not really doing that. So like Embiid, that's why it's different for Jokic. That's why Jokic is so different because he can do that. So it's kind of different for him. But dudes like Embiid or Aiden and stuff, that's not like point centers. Like Jokic is different. Like you got to have, there has to be like a star. I don't think it's kind of hard for you to, because some other teams are going to have that star on the perimeter. You have to have another, you have to have like a star on your end. That's playing like a star on, on, on the perimeter. Cause it's hard, like I said, like then they, they got swept last year because <laughs> you gotta have stars, even though Embiid's killing them. Like yep. a lot of teams can't guard Embiid, but it don't matter because they ain't got no, there's just nobody on the perimeter doing anything. There's no star out there, and and being that being out there and shooting four times, dude, that's Trey's on the other side lighting them up. Like that's never good, bro. That's not, <laughs> that's never gonna work. I think at some point, if they lose a series, I think they just need to go ahead and give up on that experiment, get Ben his own team. And bro, try to go in a different direction. So for me, mm-hmm. OG listeners of the pod from the beginning days when I used to do this with my boys, mm-hmm. they know I will get on Ben Simmons every single <laughs> time. I've been doing it since this pod began, and I will never stop until he right. changes, man. Because right. I've been like, like I started this pod the beginning of last season, and. Mm-hmm. The issues with him were even more glaring because they had Al Horford out there and Josh right. Richardson, and it was mm-hmm. even worse because the spacing was so bad. Terrible. And this year, the spacing is better, but like when it comes down to half court offense in 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 crunch time in the postseason, you you have to have guys that can do stuff on offense. You just can't have guys who are just like sitting in the short corner or in the dunker spot taking up space. You need guys moving around. You need guys being able to just, like, catch the ball, make a play. And, like, with Ben Simmons in the half court in, in like, late late game periods when, like, you know, you need those, guy, you need those guys out there to, like, really going to make a difference, he's not one of those guys. Like, the first, like, 37, 38 minutes of a game to 40 minutes of a game, you can have him out there. But, like, if right. it's a game that's close and – you need a basket and like Joel Embiid's getting doubled and like Ben Simmons is there in the dunker spot or like he's getting fouled and he can't hit free throws. It, it just doesn't help the team at all. And like, I, I'm not going to let Ben Simmons, you know, get the, the be the only one to get some slander. Tobias oh, yeah, Harris was yeah, awful yeah. last game as well. Yeah, bro. In and game he's, five. He's making all that money too. So he has, to he's making like, so much money yeah, and you're only money like up. he's a star and he, you have to play like it. And like, what did he have? Like four points the other night, I want to say, or something like that. Like, that's just bad. And it's and not like, like Ben is taking shots from him. He should be getting all them shots on the perimeter. Yep. And like, <laughs> it's not like they wasted. Be. They wasted such a good Joel Embiid game, and then they wasted an amazing Seth Curry game. Right, Seven threes. I think it was like thirty-four points. I want to say yeah. at that at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you're not gonna get that again from Seth Curry. Yeah, you're gonna probably tough. get like twenty, maybe, but, but you're not gonna get that, that thirty-four. That's so tough losing that game, dude. Like that. Like you can't lose a game where you're up twenty-six, man. Yeah, at that, home. And you're you the one seed at that. You're the one seed, and that's the five seed, bro. Like you're, yeah, you just series, can't. You guys are doing what you're supposed to do, and Ben does what he's supposed to do. This series will be over already in like five. But they freaking they. <laughs> If this don't show them that they need to just move on from that experiment, I don't know what will. And then Honestly. the Doc thing, it just makes it worse on Doc. Because people already know, think Doc, you know, doesn't know how to stop the bleeding. And <laughs> he's shown again, he maybe he doesn't. I think it's still like a combination of both, but you can't ignore it. Like, he's a coach. He got to figure out a way to, to stop that and get them, you know, to stop the bleeding and freaking close out a game. But when one of your stars just don't want to shoot the damn ball, this kind of makes it hard still, too, dude. <laughs> like, you making all that money. You a max guy. It's it's tough, bro. It is. And for me, it's him. just like, at some point, him. you just got to bench him. Yeah. And then it just makes it worse because they can foul him. And he ain't going to make his free throws. Yeah. So not only are you not scoring, you can't even score from the line. And you can't. they can't even put you out there at the end of the game because they're going to foul you. Well, I would take. I would feel so disrespected, bro. Like, I'm out there on the court and they're fouling me because they know I'm a miss. I know they'd be at the free throw line laughing. I would be in his ear at the free throw line, like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> hey, yo, <laughs> like, excuse me, bro, you gonna make this one?" Like, and you know, today on? in Atlanta, it's gonna be. Oh my god, bro! It's gonna they're be going hell. Home. They might be going home. I already called it. I know. I I called a couple of other games this past week and I jinxed them. I said the Bucks right. was going to lose, and I said the Jazz was going to win. And the opposite happened in both games. So I said Atlanta's going to win tonight, but I feel really confident in them because they're at home, and right. the Sixers have shown that they just can't hold a lead. They had an 18-point lead in game four. If they win that one, they come home to game five where they had a 26-point lead. Where they lost that one, they could have closed bro, the series. The series should be over. It should be done, and it's they're not. They're the number this one seed doing this, bro. That is the number one, bro. It's crazy. Both the number one seeds might be going home tonight. Honestly, I just thought about that <laughs> because the Jazz might be going home, and then I'm freaking, they might be going home. Six yeah, years. that's that's tough. I mean, but if you're not gonna if you're not gonna take these these leads seriously, and like, I mean, like Lou Will, Lou Will is known as like a playoff player that a guy in the playoffs that you really can't play because your defense on defense right. he's gonna get targeted a lot. Mm-hmm. Dude was a plus thirty one in a three point win, right? It's crazy in game because... five. Like that's 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 nuts to me. And like <laughs> the so fact that, that they, that. <laughs> and the fact that Doc didn't even like run anything to like target a Lou and Trey Young backcourt is just puzzling to me. Yeah, that's nuts. And then the fact he was hooping like that, and then Tyler. The crazy part is, like Doc knows. Like he's capable uh, that he's capable of giving those performances because he'll have those games to play because he's not afraid of nothing. First of all, he's not scared of big shots. No crowd getting freaking in his uh, head. Like you know what he's capable of, and you just like yep. cook like that too. Like he'll have those games where he's cooking, so they're gonna keep him out there because he can't be guarded. Like he'll get hot and it's just over with. And he just they, he literally wanted if it wasn't for him, they're probably not coming back. Probably he's there, start hooping. And I was like, bro, you know this, Doc. Like, you know, <laughs> you know what his limitations are, and all that, bro. He's still, no. I, 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 I don't know. Like, do, do you think? Or... Do you think Doc lasts this this off season, or do you think like do do you think he lasts, and then they move like Ben Simmons, or like what do you think happens if they lose tonight? 
I think I think they will keep Doc just because he just got there. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be shocked if they fought because they're number one seed. They ain't losing to the five seed, and they blow a lead like that that they had when they should have won. I, that's that might be a fireable offense, but they might keep him. Their first move to me it probably shouldn't be to fire Doc. I would fire. I would just trade Ben. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep and B's the better player, obviously. So I would keep him. I would trade Ben, send Ben somewhere to get his own team because you can you can still get something nice from him. Somebody will take him. He's still our all like NBA level defender. Like, he's a good player, bro. But he he probably just needs his own team. So we're just put out like a whole bunch of shooters around Ben somewhere and get make sure like there's another star next to him that scores so he don't have to do it. Clearly, he don't want to. Yeah, so he, this, he, it's, yeah, it's just not in his nature. Yeah, so he don't want to do it. And the Sixers need somebody that wants to do it. And they're not going to get that guy without trading Ben. Like, so they have, if they lose, just trade to do. Like, you have yeah, to, that's, 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 that's my thinking at this point, too. I would keep Doc. I would give Doc another chance because as much as I want to say, like, he don't, he needs to learn how to, you know, stop bleeding to. If one of your stars is just out there, bro, he won't shoot the ball. He can't make free throws. Uh, if they have any other, like, just star perimeter guy out there, they probably still win that game because that dude will be able to like help close. Mm-hmm. They don't really have that guy. They're relying on not that Seth don't hit big shots, but it's not like Seth is like Trey Young or you know Mitchell Book, somebody like that. Yeah, like closer like when he's young, like he's a role dude, bro. I try to put that pressure on guys like him and Tobias. Both of them, I think Tobias is a role guy too. Anyways, even though he's getting paid like he's a star, but that's not really what he is. So yeah. you like relying on those dudes to do that. It's not going to go. You got to go get that star. You got to use Ben to do it. Because I wouldn't trade Embiid, obviously. He's a better player. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting offseason for the Sixers. We'll see what happens tonight. Um, If they don't give it up, I'll never take them serious again. (laughs) I'm sorry. Unless they just figure out a way to just keep him and get another star. I don't see how that's going to work. Maybe trying to trade Toba. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) They got some stuff to figure out. But Yep. They That's do. They got to do a lot. If they keep just coming in, thinking they just going to add shooters. They can add shooters. Like, it's going to help and all. And at the end of the day, it's not going to matter if one of your stars just can't impact the game at the end of the game, bro. It's just not going to It's not gonna matter what shooting's out there. Your star, stars win in the playoffs, man. It's about stars. Yep. You see That's... in the playoffs, shooters, some shooters are going to crumble. So who's not going to crumble is your stars. You see Joe Harris is one of the best shooters in the league, and this man cannot hit a three to save his life. That boy so none of that rough. shooting stuff. Yeah, none of that shooting stuff really going to matter for the certain shooters because a lot of them is going to crumble on the road or that playoff pressure just going to get to them. The playoff pressure don't get to the stars most of the time. So all that shooting is cool and all, and it's cute. <laughs> but them dudes are not going to be the ones close to the game for your stars. You went with stars. Nope. nope. And not stars just out there just don't shoot the ball. He can't make free throws. It's not gonna go well. They need to give it up. And you know that's that's kind of what the flaw we saw with um, Utah that last mm-hmm. game. I think we saw towards the end of that game. I mean, Donovan just didn't have it, and like they, I think late in the game they even tried to get like Bogdanovich a shot mm-hmm. to like tie it that's up or get things pressure. close. Yeah, it's and, you know Bogdanovich is a good scorer and all, but like right. I ain't really relying on him to. Yeah, these guys ain't stars. You got at the end of the game and in the playoffs when it's tight. Them defenses is locked in. Your stars is gonna make the plays, dude. Yep. And if one of your stars is dudes like Ben or Gobert, bro, if those are your, <laughs> if those dudes are your. That's why those dudes. That's why they, they're, they're gonna continue to fall short. Your stars cannot be at the end of the game be Ben or like Gobert because they can't score. 
for me to be a star in the playoffs, bro, you got to be able to score. You got to be able to close games, make free throws, all that. The Jazz and Sixers have a problem where their second guy aren't those guys. They're good defensive, yeah. real, real good defensive guys, but they're not those guys that help those guys out like that. So, so let's talk about the Jazz. They lost in Game Five on their home court, just like the Sixers did, um, to a team without Kawhi Leonard. But they got really, really solid contributions um, from Paul George. Had a great game. Yes, sir, my guy. Had a great game. I, I think it was like, was it thirty four? Was yeah, it, it like 37, 30, 14 37, rebounds? Yeah, 37. I think it was like 37, 15, 5, something like that. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy game by him. Boards. Yeah, it's crazy. And then Reggie Jackson what had himself – yeah, Reggie Jackson's had himself a playoffs. Like, I just got to give him his flowers. Right. I got to give him his flowers because, like, he's he's been looked at a joke and, like, he's been looked at as, like, Bobby Schmurda throughout the yeah. league, you know. No one really takes him seriously. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think – He's a two guard. He is. So them like all the other teams they try to play on, they try to make them play point guard. And these guys are not point guards. They're not gonna play good, dude. They're not gonna do what you like. So him him just being able to actually just play like a shooting guard, which is what Ty Lue's basically got him doing. Cause most of the time, like it's either like Paul George like running the offense or Rondo or something like that. Like Paul George is doing more way more to play. Like yesterday he did basically all the playmaking. Mm-hmm. For whatever it was. it was, it was Paul George out there, you know, running the offense. So you, they, they real. I think Tyler realized what he is, and he's able to do what he does and that score. He's always been a scorer. He's not a point guard, dude. so that them, them, them taking like that responsibility away for him, it clearly has helped because yeah. the man has been hooping. Just let him be a bucket, which he is. Yeah, and I mean, towards the end of that game, I mean, him and, and Terrence Mann, they just started taking turns on, on Rudy Gobert and just. Oh, like, my God. They schooled that dunk, him. Dude, why Terrence Mann dunk on him like that? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming, bro. But yeah, I mean, I mean, see, this is what everybody talks about with Rudy when, like, get into these playoff situations, take him outside the paint. I mean, even though Terrence Mann, you know, yammed on him or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. He still got him because you know he was able to draw him out, and then yeah. he was able to take him back in. Rudy Gobert, the foot speed isn't there with him where he can't yeah. recover like that. Like, so he's able to just sit back there. His feet are set. You're not scoring on him. That's what he's great at. So if he just be able to sit back there and does what he does, you're not gonna be, you ain't gonna be able to finish over him like that. But if you get him in front of him, get him like moving sideways, and he's trying to get in front of you. Yup. Then you can that, catch him. That gravity and the momentum well, will not be on Gobert's side, and that's like it's like. That's like that for a lot of bigs, but it's, some of them obviously way more have like better foot speed. That's why Aiden is able to do more stuff because Aiden moves like a damn wing sometimes. I'm like, what the hell? How are you moving like that? That side, he's like seven two doing that. Yeah, he'd like, be running the floor like a gazelle too. <laughs> yeah, he'd be out there like a lot of them can't move like that. That's why I was saying, and, like, and, and uh, that's Gobert's issue in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like that's why everybody says, you know, that's why everybody laughs at the Defensive Player of the Year award now because it's like once we get into mm-hmm. the playoffs. Just start getting shifty on Gobert, and it's over for him. Like, man, just take him out there, and they just start mixing them. Like, bro, it's tough out there for the man. It's, it's tough, bro. <laughs> and yeah, but you know, um, ever too. since the the Clips kind of committed to this small ball, they've played really well. And you know, I think I I got them in Game Six at home. They mm-hmm. finally gonna have full capacity at Staples, so I'm no, I feel confident in them to be able to 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 take this game without Kawhi. I think mm-hmm. I think I think the role players will step up at home. I mean, they stepped up on the road, so there's no reason to 
think different of them at home. Um, yeah, expect a big game from Morris because mm-hmm. he's always been a bucket. Like even when he was in New York, he, yeah, he was he was, he was our best player here. Yeah, he was literally getting buckets. Yeah, that's why another reason I got the, the only way down. Jazz gonna win tonight is if Mitchell gonna have to be special because that's literally the only reason they won the first two games is because he was special. If he's yep. not special, if he's not cooking. Because when he's special, then those other guys start hitting threes and they're open more because Donnie's getting in the lane and stuff. But he's not special, they're not winning. Like he just has to be. He he literally has to carry, and that's the problem with eighteen. You asking a six one dude like he can do it sometimes, obviously, because we've seen him put up big numbers. And that's why he puts up big numbers because he gets to shoot so much. Mm-hmm. And he gets to freaking. He has to put on that backpack sometimes. But him with that ankle, dude. If he's not, if he ain't going crazy, they're not gonna win. Yeah, it's either, and they also need their guys the to be form- hot yeah. too from three. The only, yeah, the only formula is him being hot, or them role players just for some reason are out of their mind. No game shooting threes, like that's their, and it just don't seem sustainable. That's why I don't think they're gonna win. <laughs> so it, it is what it is. It could happen, you know. Games like that happen where they just need a game and somebody's going crazy. Yep, I just don't. It's hard to predict those. So until I see it. <laughs> I think they go home, man. Yo, to, same here. Clippers gonna have to come see my sons, man. <laughs> and <sighs> lastly, let's talk about these Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter the other. Uh, I think it was. I saw someone on Twitter today. They said, "Um, um, Bud saw Rick Carlisle was a free agent, and he started drawing up plays." I was weak. Well, he's gonna come get my job. Right, <laughs> because yeah. Bud was looking so unserious, and he still looks unserious in like right. in these games. I mean, the that the the, the Nassus minutes, the Bro, um, why is Portis on the bench? Portis is riding the bench when he should be playing key minutes. Um, Brook Lopez is still out there. They still doing drop coverage, letting Katie and them get whatever shots they want. A lot of times, like. This is nuts, bro. The, the Drew Holiday sidestep threes, I don't know if that's a result of coaching not telling him to stop. Like, <laughs> like there's just a lot going on with this Milwaukee team where I just I, I, I can't take them serious. And somehow they forced the game seven. So, like. like even the crazy part is, even though yesterday, because yesterday was, you look at him and Middleton numbers, that was great game by them. Even then, you still like, eh. Because facts. Middleton, I don't know what Middleton's problem is, but he stinks on the road. <laughs> I don't know. Unless it's like, Boston. Yeah, I don't yeah, unless it's Boston, but he 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 is not good on the road. I don't know what it is. Like that road pressure is different. I get he hoops at home. That crowd probably give him a different boost and he'd be out there looking like a star. But bro. First of all, it's just hard to kind of believe when in game sevens, most of the time you're gonna lean on what team you think has the best player. Yeah, at least and I mean team has a team that's capable of being the best player. But it's or like that. Or like even like guys you just think can take over a game, mm-hmm. and like we saw that with um Kawhi in 2019, mm-hmm. that game seven at home, he just right. took over because he just saw that no one else was making buckets, no one was else was making plays like that, so he mm-hmm. had to take over. And I could see Kevin Durant doing that, especially at home. Yeah, but, but like Giannis, because the two know. question marks is you can't Giannis bad kind of keeps it. It's hard for him to take over a game. Because it's not the same, and they know where he's going. Like he's just going to try to run you over, and it's kind of yeah. easier. Uh, and then if your other thing is like Middleton, we've seen like the history of Middleton, bro. Like <laughs> Especially on the road. You're asking me to trust a dude that's not close to Kevin Durant's skill level 
And if you ask me to trust a good dude like or like Middleton, like over KD in a close game, like who are you go- who are you picking? Like it's di- it's different. It's way different, bro. So I don't know where they're gonna they're gonna if they, I'll be shocked if they win that game. And like even if the Bucks get like a lead, you can't even trust them with that either. No, definitely not. Like they will blow that lead and the and Kevin Durant and them will get hot in a second and that lead will be gone. It yeah, and then crazy. we also see in James Harden, he's starting to get back to to full stretch a little bit, and mm-hmm. a little another another day of rest means a little more extra rest for that hammy, and you know, yeah. who knows what he'll be able to produce? I know his game seven history isn't that well, but who knows this year with how weird it's been already? So, right, but yeah, um, right next to him now, so he yeah, best player, so it's a little different for him too. Yeah. The pressure's a little bit less this time. Um, mm. but yeah, I mean, here we are, game seven. We got Bucks Nets. I mean If we get three game sevens, I'll be fired off. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, that's that's peak NBA. Adam Silver will get his checks and be happy right yeah, there. I would not mind, especially you know, you know, take your time now because we're waiting on the Chris Paul situation. Facts. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. <laughs> I'm not sure. We have my, my boys at home chilling, watching everybody else beat up on each other. Like, this is going to be good for us. Everybody else's legs is going to be a little more tired. Yep. We out here chilling. We done been home for a minute. <laughs> we done been <laughs> home for a minute. And not to mention, our team is just already young. Our really only young, I mean, old fellas, you know, Chris Paul, you know, Jay Crowder, he ain't that old. So, are we just, you know, this is good for us. We get that, but we're chilling. Yep. That's why I'm confident. I'm confident in, like, we are really actually a threat to win it all. Because my, our main threat, obviously, to me, is the Nets, if they make it far. Because then they have some time for Kyrie to get healthy. Mm-hmm. And if those three are playing, dude, I don't know who's beating them. So it's kind of <laughs> – but let's you know, Bucks get them out of there, dude. I'm, I'm My confidence just skies even more. Because I don't think anybody in the East but the Nets can beat us. Mm. Like, I truly believe – like if, it's, if, if we have to see you – know, I know the damn Sixers not beating us. <laughs> we be, sm- <laughs> be smoking Sixers pack when we play them. We have their number for some reason, and Book for some reason lights them the hell up. I don't know what it is. He averages like thirty something on there, but I don't know what it is. But he be cooking them. So my, I, I think it's that. Them. I think it's that 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 um that connection and, between yeah, him right. and Simmons <laughs> with right. the data history. But <laughs> he light them up, bro. Like he legit lights like that one game this season. He had that step back on him too when he already had like forty. I was like, bro. Like, why are you torturing this man like that? Yeah, like, he had it out for him. Right. Like, if the Bucks beat them, bro, like I said, I don't care what happens. The Bucks beat them, bro. My confidence just goes higher because I don't think – I think, first of all, the Nets don't have, you know, the defenders we have for Giannis. And they still oh, might course. beat this man. And we've seen Aiden is one of the best, if not the best, Giannis defender. It's probably – he probably up there with Bam and them, I guess, but. Aiden is up there, like, one of the best Giannis defenders. I don't know what it is. Maybe AD's up there, too, <laughs> when AD's right. But when we play them, bro, it's always a theme on the TL, or people are watching because they want to see that matchup because they know Aiden gives him problems. And it's just – I'm excited to see what happens because my confidence level is clearly high. If we, are staying, we stay healthy, whatever, and I think if the Nets do lose, we might open out as favorites. They might Could put be. the Bucks too. Could be. I mean, right now, right now, I think they have – they might have a second now. It might be Nets, us, and Bucks, or it might be Nets, Bucks, and us. Like for the for the odds of the title right now. 
But they'll, they'll probably get an edge to the book just because they have, you know, a, a former MVP and all that. So they might get an edge or whatever and have them the odds. But I wouldn't be, I'm not worried about nobody else out east, bro, but the Nets. Like, I legit I legit feel that way. about <laughs> That's how legit how I feel about them out there. Like, I think it would take Kevin Durant and them to beat us. Yeah, so, I mean, going back to the Bucks, I mean, what, what do you think has to happen for the Bucks to win in um in a game seven on the road? Well, first of all, they need to freaking – that the nasty stuff needs to stop. Even though I know he don't play a lot, but Bobby Portis needs to play. Stop playing Brooke Lopez. He's just getting torched by KD and them on switches, and I don't know why he's out there, bro. What the hell is he out there for? Freaking <laughs> – and just run plays, bro. Like, don't – if they're running Giannis ISOs and they're making oh and Giannis my trying gosh. to lose, all oh, these Giannis ISOs is killing home. me, man. He's not getting past nobody, bro. He's just gonna run somebody over like a running back and get an offensive foul or something, or turn the ball over. Run plays, run him in pick and roll with Drew and Chris. Run actual plays. Play Bobby Porter. Stop playing Brook Lopez, and that's literally only shot. And Chris Middleton has to. Chris Middleton and Drew have to make shots. They have to be special. Yeah, Drew Drew has to show up. Drew can't be doing that, like, and one mixtape stuff he's been trying to do the last couple yeah, of Yeah, I don't know. Everybody's been doing that whole thing. Oh, finally, they got somebody that's not Bledsoe, and he out there playing like how Bledsoe was. I, I don't get it, man. Like, I just don't get it. Drew is such a smart basketball player. Like, he should not be taking sidestep threes on every single isolation play that he's doing. I just don't get it. That crap is so But, funny. yeah, he has to show up, and, like, Bud just has to coach – a reasonable game, I guess. Like, yeah. and the guys just have to hit their shots, right. basically. And the stuff that he needs to do ain't even rocket science. It's kind of just it's, everybody sees it. If people, it's stuff that it, everybody on the timeline can see. Like, if we can see it, then he should right. be able to see That's it. That's what I'm saying. If you see dudes constantly getting picked on and pick and rolls by KD, dude, and you constantly just don't, and then at, and then at that, you won't even at least just throw Giannis on him. You want to just keep Giannis He finally threw him on him last game, and then we saw it happen. Jan, right. um, KD started missing shots, so it obviously yeah, works to an extent. Athleticism. Like, obviously, you're not going to just stop Kevin Durant. But, but you can bother gonna, him. Yeah, if you can do any way to bother him, you have to do it. Yeah, so. exactly. And I will be slandering if he's if Giannis is not guarding him this game seven, they lose, they're getting slandered. Because that's oh, for sure. And I know Giannis is the guy that Giannis is that guy that listens to his coach no matter what. Yes, that's what pisses me off the most about him. He's such a good soldier. You're like too, like yeah, like you're too, he's like, bro. No. He, he's you're he never away from the game plan where he's like, you know what? F this, guy, I got bro. this. Let mm-hmm. me take on whoever. Let me take over this play. Let's run this. Let's run that. He's not that guy. You so, are literally that guy, like, bro. You, it, you know what's makes, crazy. Chris Paul came here and did that in one of our regular season games. Like, somebody else is guarding Paul George, and Chris Paul was like, let me go guard. I'm guarding him. Like, forget the game plan. I'm guarding him. You need Chris that Paul type of guy. Right. And he's freaking a midget out there. If he's in his first year in Phoenix, dude, he's here. He ain't even, like, a, a, a the main guy, guy like that. He ain't, dang, MVP, a former two-time MVP. If he could do that, why can't, I, why can't Giannis do that in his own franchise? What they going to do? Tell him no? They can't do nothing. They're not going to tell him no because they know they're going to make him mad. Exactly. <laughs> He's not tell him and, no. and funny enough, funny enough, I believe it was last game, someone pointed out that yeah, the coach tried to take Giannis out for Brooke, and Giannis said nah and stayed in the game. Yeah, like you could, yeah, like you could do – he can do what he want to do. And he know he can. So the fact that he just like, I don't understand. He probably want to be a good teammate and team – good what's it called. He don't want to maybe like step on no toes. But, bro, you are that guy. 
<laughs> you could do that. You could do what you want to do. And if you yeah, say it's your, your team, team you dog. Do you're the franchise. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And hopefully and he learns he that. There, yeah, the fact he stayed there too when everybody was rumbling, he should leave. And he stayed there and stayed loyal to them, and stayed in the market where people don't stay. Like yep. they're grateful for you, bro. They're not going to tell you no. Exactly, <laughs> like, bro. You are their golden child, bro. <laughs> you can do what exactly. you want to do. You run and if things up working out, and you they win that way because you're guarding Kevin Durant. You could bother him enough, and y'all win that game. They're gonna love you even more. Exactly. So, I mean, I would love to. I hope this is not like a blowout either way. I hope this is one of those games where you know. Yeah, I, need, I need to get good games from both of the games. I don't need no blowouts, man. I I need I need a game seven going down to the wire, similar to Toronto Philly. I just yeah. need like a gritty battle, a gritty, a gritty defensive battle where like scores mm-hmm. in like the nineties and it comes down to like a couple of shots in the end of at the end of the game. And you know, we'll see who can deliver. And if not, I mean I think whoever comes out of this series goes to the finals out of the East. Oh yeah, 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 yeah definitely, most definitely, because like I said I don't obviously I don't, I don't believe in the Sixers, even if they get past these Hawks, I don't believe they're beating the Nets or the Bucks. And then the Hawks, bro, they're gonna get there and it's that's that <laughs> what's gonna be waiting for the Hawks is gonna be that's gonna be a different animal. It's either gonna be Giannis or it's gonna be Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's like. gonna be a different animal than Simmons, <laughs> That's a different beast than yeah, one legged Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons yeah, who won't bro, shoot. Like. To, like, bro, that Capella stuff and Giannis is putting him in the hole. And there's actually shooters out there with the Bucks. <laughs> and freaking and then we know what the Nets will do to them, dude. Like, yeah. The Nets will freaking absolutely probably destroy them. The Nets get a lead on the Hawks, it's not going away. <laughs> Ain't, there ain't no like Ben Simmons or dudes like that. It's, there's killers over there. They ain't no hacker button. They ain't no yeah, hacker ain't nobody no on, on the court. You can't to do stop <laughs> Look, the that'll clock. Be, that'll be a great accomplishment though for the Hawks to get there. But not right yeah, I mean, you know, nice little participation them. trophy. Yeah, you know. nice little us club. They get in there and they get smoked. They get absolutely <laughs> smoked on us. That's that's tough though. Yeah, and I mean, as we wrap things up, I mean. Um, Hawks are up twenty to eight, and Ben Simmons has two fouls in the first quarter, so it's not looking good for the Sixers. Oh um, <laughs> Kiso, let the people know where they can find you. <laughs> oh, Swaby Keys on Twitter, man. Swaby Keys on Twitch, yelling all the time, chilling, talking sports, man. No content just about sports, you know. Video gaming on Twitch, talking sports. So I see you out there. Come say what's up. I talk back, man. I converse with people all the time on the TL, man. Facts. And check out the merch he just dropped. I just copped a shirt, so make sure you support yes, my guy. Um, yes, sir. Um, and you know, catch me at on my Twitter at FBL underscore Sam. And you know, check check me out on the Strickland Nick's website. Putting out excellent content every week. So you know. Always check that out and out of here.